All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. We'd love you to support this show. Please like, follow, and subscribe to us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Your likes and subscription helps us to grow and attract interviews and content. So please retweet and share our posts. Your contributions are appreciated. Hello, this is Ken, and you are watching the KISS FAQ podcast. And we have three of us today here, and uh, well, we're missing one, but we have three of us, and we have Daniel. Hello. Daniel from Sweden, and Lonnie. What's up? From St. Louis, and... Uh, Today, we hope to have our fourth member, Mark, here with us to join us, but we'll see what happens if he makes it. Hopefully, he does. Um, first of all, uh, obviously, Jalen's not here. He's enjoying the Rockin' Pod. Uh, the Rockin' Pod, what do you call it? A festival or convention? Rockin' Pod Expo in Nashville. Expo. It's an expo in Nashville, and uh, I think he'll have a great time there uh, meeting a lot of I, I'm guessing p- people that watch this and uh, and just you know general Kiss fans and rock and roll fans actually who listen to other podcasts out there. So hopefully he has a great time. I'm sure he will, and I'm sure he'll bring back uh, the news next week for us to let us know how it all went. So for today, before we get into our main topic today, um, we have uh, I think comments from last week and. Uh, any of you guys, Lonnie or Daniel, have some? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sander Berkwins, or however you say it, he, he, he has written that Kiss FAQ shows are my w- weekly holy grails. Seriously. It has become my lifeline to Kiss World. A great example of different musical tastes and opinions like in the real world. Julian is captain, and I admire his unstoppable passion. And then there are all those amazing books and song stories here on YouTube. Anyway, keep up these episodes, guys. And thanks to Daniel for bringing up the greatness of Kiss FAQ. Well, that's a pretty good comment from that guy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank if, you, Daniel. If, if, yeah. Thank you. Uh, we tip our hat to you, Sander Berkwens. Or however you say that name uh some more some more comments jason leonard he mm-hmm. his um kiss FAQ, you know he's always listening it seems he, he's written that yeah big supporter my kiss faq vinyl would be a double album just ken shouting dubai <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. We talked. We talked about maybe um, you know releasing a Kiss FAQ vinyl, and uh, that's a good idea. We can have Dubai on one side and Lonnie's Wow on the other side. <laughs> <There you go>. <laughs> Continuous <laughs> track. This is perfect. And we'll we'll read one more. Yeah, this one. Bjorn again. That's actually a tribute band to ABBA. You know, Bjorn is. Oh one yeah. Of the members. Yeah. 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 Bjorn again, 76, has written, I was at the at the concert in Stockholm last year, as was I, and I thought it would be my last concert. Seeing them again this year at uh, 
Tornsberg, Norway, which is supposed to be the last one in Scandinavia. But who knows? I will see them again if they come. LOL. Yeah, um, I agree with this Bjorn again guy. I'm in the exact same position. If they come again in 2024, I'll be there. Uh, just one more. I th thought this guy was pretty funny. Where is mm. it? Uh, he, he wrote a little... Where is it? Mm, yeah, this one. NTJ891 wrote, Kiss will be playing wearing gold-plated diapers. It will never end. <laughs> gold and maybe Lonnie have maybe. some comments from the Kiss FAQ. I got a couple um, from the board. Under the Rose um, wrote a great comment. It was really funny. It says, obviously, there will be a live stream of the last show and possibly packages similar to Dubai. <laughs> what, they could, what they could do is provide that free to all the people who were screwed over by the Dubai and give them mm -hmm. equivalent packages to what they ordered. This is Kiss and nothing is free. <laughs> That's right. True. Oh, God. This is Kiss and we want your money. And another comment from Muro. I don't know how to say it. This is another excellent episode. I was among the people online trying to get tickets for Madison Square Garden. I got tickets on Tuesday for December 1st and got the December 2nd tickets later in the week. Deep down, I know this won't be the last show and I've always, and I've already seen end of the road tour six times, but I'm not ready to stop yet. As of now, I'm hoping these are my last two kiss shows because hopefully nothing will top the final two at Madison square garden, hmm. but this is kiss after all. So right. I think that's, I think that's an excellent point. I'm, I'm sure those nights at Madison square garden will be magical and they'll be oh, special for oh, yeah. the people who, who are in attendance, I'm sure it's going to be like a, I mean, it's going to be like going to, to Kiss Church or something almost, going to those two nights at Madison Square Garden. It's going to be like a like a religious experience. But it is Kiss, and if, um, you know, I mean, this, this is the same band that was preaching to us to stay home, don't go anywhere in COVID, and then all of a sudden they get offered all this money to go to Dubai. Oh, guess what? We're going to Dubai. So mm -hmm. I think that, you know, we, we can say this is it, but if they get offered something that they an offer they can't refuse there will right. be more oh yeah hopefully they do something special for those for last sure. two shows. I, I hope they do something special either bring somebody on stage or they you know add a few songs to the set list some something deep or, or whatever I, I don't know I, I just hope it's something different than their standard you know, I just hope it's something every different day. than every other end of the road show right right Okay. Different, uh, different tape, maybe. Sing along. Whoa, uh -oh. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. So uh, there was a couple of uh, news items uh, from last week. Um, one of one, one was a Gene Simmons uh, comment. Uh, I think it was in an interview. I don't know if it was online, uh, like Loudwire or something else somewhere, uh, where they asked him about. Uh, what he's going to do after kiss um that sort of thing and he actually said that you know about uh actually uh you know firing up the gene simmons band again uh i'm guessing touring and 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 with the possibility of recording with the gene simmons band and i thought that, that kind of perked me up you know i was like wow that'd be great if they recorded some maybe new music like a gene simmons band album i mean 
Can you imagine? I think that would have been great. And, it's got to be better than assholes. So. Oh, yeah, it's got to be. And the, <laughs> and the band members, you know, they're they're all fantastic. And hopefully, then you know, sound consistent. Maybe it would be kept, it would be the most consistent Gene Simmons solo album out there because the other ones are you know back and forth, right? Oh, all over, all the, place. over the place. So, what do you guys think about that one? I think that's great news. I would really uh, be into a new Gene. Uh, album and uh, I, I I don't know about you guys but but I saw that band in uh, they play, played a place called Grönalund here in Sweden a, a classic Kiss place where they played their first show in 76 here in mm-hmm. Sweden uh, so it's, it was a real throwback and uh, it was a great concert I had a great time it was always, always it was almost better than the Kiss concerts because because of the set list and you know uh, all mm. that he played fits like a glove he played charisma he played all kind of stuff that you've never heard live so um i'm hoping he's going out on the road again and uh, let's see what he can do in the studio he can sing his ass off still he's still yeah. a great singer i think even though he himself says he can't sing he's a great singer and he can do uh, he can sing um, you know high and low and uh, angry and soft and everything so it could be kind of interesting to see a new a new record from him yeah lovely yeah yeah i think i think that's interesting i mean you know you you can't be he's always said for a while at least that you know you, you can't be in kiss forever you can't get up there in the armor and the makeup and you know everything forever but you know you see guys like like mick jagger and paul mccartney and guys like that you know they're still out there and they, they play you know they don't tour like crazy but they still get out there and do gigs so you know i I think that's a way that gene could continue to to play live is with the gene simmons band you know i i saw when they came through here a few years ago and it was it was great i really enjoyed it um it it was just you know a great experience just to see gene in a smaller type venue and to see those those, see some some songs that that kiss never plays having gene playing so I, th- I think that's a way that Gene could continue. And as far as an album goes, you know, I think that would be that'd be fun too to see Gene without the restraints of Kiss. Because I, you know, when when Gene writes a song for Kiss, you know, it has to be in a certain yeah. vein or a certain you know type. You know, we, we have certain expectations for Kiss songs, where you know, we, and we got a lot of samples of that on the Vault. That well, Gene can write a, a lot of songs in a different type of style and a different type of vein. So. Um, I, I think that'd be that'd be great. It'd be a, a way for him to continue being artistic and, a, con, and a, a way for him to continue to express himself through playing live or, or doing a record. You know, I, I think that's that'd be that could be something to look forward to. Yeah, and I also think at, at, at this point of time, I think a lot of you know artists would be up to writing stuff with him for his record. I think he could have a lot of cool co-writers on the, on this album. That's interesting. And to me, some of the, Gene's best songs has always been written with co-writers. I mean, <clears throat> a lot of times, like War Machine, he had a cool riff, you know, that da 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 and then they brought in some other guys and they could work around that riff and create a good song, or a great song. And, uh, you know, all his work with Vinny Vincent uh, was great, like Unholy from Revenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it would sound like that if he did it by himself. So I think right. it could be real interesting to see what kind of co-writers he would bring to this record, and it would be like a celebration of Gene Simmons's career. And I think a lot of guys would be 
honored to to write some stuff for him. So I think it could be a real interesting record. Yeah, I think that's a, actually a, a good point, interesting point. Uh, yeah, having some co co writers on certain songs would be uh, interesting. Some well, you know, well known known people that uh, are you know would want to work with Gene, and I'm sure, like you said, a lot of people would would probably go ahead and you know be happy to do that. So yeah, so hopefully it happens. I'm just we'll see what happens there. Um, as for the uh, the other kind of uh, blow up news item that happened was there was a you know, the other uh, podcast out there uh, had their had a guest on their engineer for uh, I think it was that electric lady and other but uh, electric uh, engineer that worked on some a lot of people's or bands recordings and uh, worked with you know Eddie Kramer and, and so on and uh, he brought up during the interview that uh, Bob Kulik had played on the Kiss Alive album, <laughs> and we all know he played on you know Alive mm -hmm. Two, uh, the side four the studio tracks. Yeah, yeah, studio tracks there. He did some other stuff, uh, even you know, Killers, Killers, Unmasked. Mm -hmm. I think uh, Creatures of the Night, there's one song, right? Uh, I think he plays lead guitar on that. Um, there's a track on that um, and, and and so on. So, um, but on all that, no one's ever heard this before. And, and to me, hearing that, I thought, okay, first of all, Bob was never shy to not toot his own horn about working for you know doing stuff for kiss and and doing stuff that ace couldn't do and that sort of stuff and uh he never once meant ever mentions alive never once um no. the other thing is uh who is it uh, i think even uh, actually bruce kulik uh denounced that that comment about saying that Bob played on a live. So that's his brother saying no, that that did not happen. Um, he debunked it. Um, and, uh, so, but the guy pretty much on the show says, I, you know, I was there. I know he was, you know, there, but th then this guy, the same guy in the interview also said that kiss was on Epic records and, <laughs> and Peter Chris did not play on kisses first album. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta wonder, um, it's it was for, you know around 50 years ago uh you know i'm not going to remember everything as it happened i may think certain things 50 years ago happened a certain way and <clears throat> you know it didn't and that sort no. of thing so well, i mean what what are you guys thoughts about this this bob kulik do you believe he actually played on there on a live lonnie i don't personally because like you said ken i think that we would have heard at least a rumble of it at some point over the last 50 years. I also think that as much as Gene and Paul love to downgrade Ace and Peter's importance to the band, we would have heard this at some point, whether it was 2000 on, like from the year 2000 mm -hmm. since we started bashing them again, 
or sometime in the 80s when we'd love to take a jab at them whenever we got the opportunity. I also think that all of this just reminds me of social media, that I can say whatever I want. You know, I, I can get on Twitter or I can get on, on Facebook or whatever, and I can say whatever I want. But without proof, it's just me talking. Right. And to me, that's what this is. And I know they're saying, well, and I know there's the rebuttal to this saying, well, well, were you there? How do you know he didn't play on it? Well, no, I wasn't there. But I can still say whatever I want. I mean, I can get out here. I can come up on here and say, you know what? Uh, my buddy down the street, well, he played on Sonic Boom because uh, Tommy Thayer, no, he was absent. I can say whatever I want. Yeah. But without anything to back it up, it's just me running my mouth. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Daniel, what do you think? I don't think there's a whole lot to add to, to the story. I think uh, Law and Nail it. It is social media. It is a guy with a bad memory. You know, 50 years ago, it's hard to remember stuff. I wasn't even alive 50 years ago. So it's a long time ago. And um, ah, it's, just, uh, it's just sad that this kind of story that's it's so obvious it's not correct and still it, it gets a lot of attention i think that's kind of sad yeah got people a lot should of be smarter <laughs> than that and, and you know you know like yeah, they should just say ah this guy's out of his mind uh, there's no way that happened peter chris not playing on the first record <laughs> i mean come on yeah uh, the majority i think of the board obviously believes that that that's not that is not true there's just too many factors um, I, again, I, I don't think, I think Bob would have definitely mentioned it. Hell yeah. Especially yeah. in one of his rants. Like if you listen to the, uh, the Jillian, uh, mm-hmm. interview from a couple you know, years back before uh, yep. Bob passed away, he was going on about all the things he did and stuff. But again, there, he never said anything about a live. He mentioned live too and no. killers and, and so on. And. But uh, <clears throat> I mean, you would think, you know, Kiss is one of Kiss's biggest, most popular albums. You'd want to mention that you were, you did something on that. <laughs> I mean, I would. I'm going to yeah. take a little, I'm going to take a little credit for this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I think it's funny that you mentioned that interview that Julian did with him. If you haven't listened to that one and you're watching this episode, you should go and, and listen to Julian interviewing Bob Kulik. It's I mean, towards the end, he wasn't really there. He, he was a bit, uh, you know. Um, he wasn't I don't know. in a it seemed good like, place. No, it seemed time. like he wasn't in a good place. Something was kind of wrong with him. But Julian did a great job in that interview. I think it was a great interview. It was. And uh, it's one of our most popular um, episodes. It's way over 10,000 views and listens. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Go and watch that one. It's 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 interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one, definitely. All right, so uh, without further ado, we're going to get into a topic that we have not ever uh, oh. done. I don't think really on on all of our episodes, and we're at the four fifty nine now. We've never had this type of topic, um, though we have had cases where we would show off some stuff at the beginning of episodes and you know when we buy something new that's kiss related and so on but what we're going to talk about today are uh we're bringing in some vinyl each of us 
that uh, we're going to go through them. We'll talk about them, uh, and and what's what's you know we're going to talk about the story behind you know maybe you get buying the vinyl, why you bought it, or or what it why it means so much you know to each of us, or or just for the fact that it's it's cool looking or collectible or or whatever. Um, so we're going to look at vinyl today. That's the episode. Um, it's a vinyl fact off. So here we go. <laughs> yeah, I said it right, didn't I? It yeah. was it was Ken's idea that the the episode the name of the episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll take credit for that. Um, yeah. All right. So let's get started. So who would like to start with their first? We we I think we all brought about five albums. Um, who yep. who would like to start? I can start, yeah, um, but I have to I have to mention that. You know, I entered in the mid-80s in my KISS fandom, oh, yeah. and by that time, you know, I bought cassettes. So my first okay. albums were on cassettes, and then I updated to CDs. Right. And mm. after listening to CDs, I didn't really care that much for vinyl. I was a bit, I don't know, too young or it was a bit too late. Uh, uh, vinyl felt, you know, obsolete almost. Uh, you sure. mean you you had to go up there and turn the record over? It was hard to pick your favorite track. You know the CD. I just programmed it to skip the bad '80s Gene songs. Oh, when I listened to <laughs> just shout out Ken from Animal. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I listened to to uh, Animalize, I could I could listen to I've had enough to do the fire and having some fire, and I could program it so I listened to them plenty of times. Then I maybe add burn, bitch, burn, but I surely <laughs> skipped some of the 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 the, the songs uh, mm-hmm. towards the end of the album. You know, those two last ones didn't listen to them a whole lot. So you have to keep that in mind when I when I when I talk about my vinyl. I really wasn't into vinyl, even though I have to say that it looks great. Uh, I like the uh, format. You know, mm-hmm. bigger, looks cool. Uh, but to me, it's always been about the music and how it's, you know, I mean, I listen to cassettes on a small, um, you know, what do you call it, radio? or, radio, or a boombox or something. A boombox, exactly. A boombox. I'm not sure it sounded that great, but I still could hear that there were some great songs on that first Kiss album I bought. It didn't really matter that it was on a cassette and mm-hmm. sounded kind of crap. Sure. So, 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 so at times I feel that guys that are really into vinyl are more into, you know, sound or or, or um, the looks or, or mm-hmm. the technique or, or you know, you're, there's a really cool bass in this one if you turn up the knobs to the, you know. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's always been about the song. So, so I just have to say that off the bat that. I'm really not a vinyl guy, but I, I do understand why people like it. So my first pick, my first pick is kind of a symbol of something I really enjoyed in, I guess, the late 80s, ni- early 90s. Mm-hmm. I like picture discs. Mm-hmm. And I know they don't sound good, but I thought it looked cool. Right. And there were plenty of picture discs. And you have to keep in mind... I, I I entered in the mid '80s, so my kiss was the non-makeup kiss. So I looked for for that kind of stuff. 
and I remember going to flea markets, flipping through vinyl, and at times finding a thing or two. And by this point, I mean, a whole lot of things has, has happened be, since 1985-86, so I don't have a lot of it left. But I kept one, at least. And it's really nothing special. I don't even remember what's on it. I think it's some kind of interview. But I kept it. Instead of selling it, I kept it because it symbolized my entry to KISS fandom. And mm. it was Animalize, and you know, the Animalize tour. So I thought this one looked kind of cool, and I kept it for, for that reason. It's Bruce Kulick, uh, Paul Dan, Gene Simmons, kicking ass, kicking ass on the Animalize tour. And... Uh, the Animalized tour was probably their most successful during the the, the 80s, and mm-hmm. and we all all have seen that video from Detroit, I think early 85. So I kept this one. Oh uh, yeah, I think I have that. Bad. I I'm sure you have this one, but but <laughs> I think this picture looks kind of cool. You know, you have Paul there up front. And to me, Paul was always the main guy since I entered in the 80s. And then you have Bruce looking kind of cool and and Gene mm-hmm. playing bass over there. So I think it's a cool. Maybe I could do a, you know, you could add something and make a clock out of it or something. Yeah, you could frame yeah, it. I but I, I won't show you the other side because it's kind of. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That, it's not yeah. as cool. Yeah. But, <laughs> but this one is a perfect symbol of a. My introduction to Kit, so that's why I kept it. And you know, it, and I, a, I think it's cool. That's an interview, isn't it? Interview disc, I think. As some English guy doing kind of bad interviews with the band, <laughs> he, he did Van Halen and uh, some other and yeah. Guns Roses, all kinds of stuff. His name is Chris Ted. So, so the stuff oh, on there yeah. is special, but, but I think it looks kind of cool. And to me, you know, it's kind of special. You know, finding this when you're like, I don't know how old I was, but in my early teens, I mean, wow, that's my band. So mm-hmm. I kept that one. So that's, that's my one. first. Yeah, that's good. I, I think I got that around the same time you did, probably back in the 80s. I know I, I found that one. Uh, I don't pick up everything I you know see, but that, that was one of them I did pick up, I remember. But that's a good one. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a while, actually. I don't know where it is in my collection. Um, all right, well, Lonnie, what what do you got for your first one? Well, Daniel and I are, are pretty close in the same age in that um, I grew up listening to cassettes, and then I got my first CD player. I got it, I got it pretty early. My, my mom and dad were, were, were cool about that. I got it pretty early, like maybe like 1990, around 91, around in there, pretty early. Like a lot of my friends were still listening to cassettes when I had made the transition to CDs and, you know, and I, and I just bought CDs, I bought CDs and, you know, tried to get that back kiss catalog from, from the seventies and that. And by the time I turned, I hadn't even turned 16 yet started driving, but there was this record store that opened up. They always go to Best Buy and buy CDs. That's where you bought CDs back in the day. But this record store opened up pretty close to my parents' house, close enough that I could ride my bike to it. I hadn't gotten my license yet. So I'd ride my bike up there and just what I, I saw it, it was called Missing Link. Um, and I went in there and he had all this vinyl and it was just like, 
wow. And I remember, you know, just flipping through it and looking at these 70s stuff and and just all the, the Kiss stuff that he had, which just blew me away. But I didn't buy the 70s stuff right away. The first vinyl that I bought was Kiss's new record at the time, which was oh. You've Won the Best, You yeah. Got the Best. Okay, yeah. 1996. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is pretty cool. There's not a whole lot of these out there. I mean, they're they're out there. It's more yeah. of a little bit little bit of a rare rarer piece because they weren't printing a lot of vinyl at the time. Vinyl was pretty right. dead in 1996. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was completely. It, it was nowhere near its resurgence. No, no. At all. So, being that I had just seen them on the reunion tour, and I'd see I see all the 70s stuff, and it was it was priced a little bit higher than the new Kiss record, but I had enough money for the new Kiss record. And I thought, well, that's pretty cool. I'm going to get that. I did have a way to, I did have a way to play it. And I'm 16. I didn't, oh, didn't okay. care about keeping things in right. um, shrink wrap at the time. You know, <laughs> no, you know? no. Yeah, open it. So, and it's, it's pretty cool. It has that on, on the one side for people who hadn't seen it. And it has like that logo on the other side right. on the two, on the two discs. Um, and that's about it. There's no real big frills with it or anything like that. It's it's not a gatefold. It's nothing mm-hmm. crazy. It did come with the same little order slip that the CD oh, came yeah. with. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell that it, you can tell that this is even made, made for, for CD. CD. <laughs> you know, it, it's right. that tiny. It's that tiny inside the vinyl. But but Lonnie, I didn't really understand why did you buy the vinyl. And not the CD. I bought both. I bought both. Okay, you bought both. Yes. Too bad it's such yeah. a bad album. Yeah, it's such a bad album. But I want. <laughs> but I thought, oh, I'll buy the. I, I I bought the, the CD the day it came out. I went to Blockbuster Music and bought the CD it came out. The CD the day it came out because that came with that that New York Groove um little bonus disc track that you yeah. could get. Um. Yeah. But I, I bought this one being the, the new Kiss album, um, you know, being 16, 17 years old at the time. Like, I'll, I'll buy that one first. So it was the first piece that I bought. Yeah, um, that's all special. Yeah, and it's and it's kind of cool because it, it's it's the first piece of vinyl that I bought. It's It was the new album at the time. And, you know, it turns out it's it's kind of a, you know, it's it's actually an album people kind of kind of look for because it's, it's out of print. They didn't reprint it for yeah. the 2014 reissues. You can only get it if you bought the Kisteria um, set. So it's it's pretty cool. It's a it's a it's a it's a special piece for me. It's 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 a symbol of Kiss dropping the ball. I think they oh, dropped sure. the ball so many times during that reunion era. I, I don't know what they were thinking. I mean, they had. Every, the stars lined up, you know, they could have done some really special and they released that with re-recorded vocals on Take yeah. Me and a few sorry, two-timer and whatever it was. Oh, it was such yeah, a they bad They should idea. have never re-recorded anything that, on that. No. And then, they, and then you know, we, we can talk about dropping the ball in the reunion tour a lot, but then you really drop the ball in the reunion tour and the fact that you could have recorded a live album um, just yeah. from those shows in 1996 and instead of releasing Greatest Kiss in the U.S. in the spring of 97 when they came back for that Lost City yeah. store, you could have released a proper, alive Detroit four. Rock City right. from Tiger or, or, Stadium. Or, yeah, you, uh, could, you could have released no some kind of a live album 
to yeah. promote the Lost Cities tour. Oh, yeah. And instead, you just regurgitate, oh, here's a Greatest Hits album, because none of no Kiss fans have any of those. So I remember that great, Greatest Kiss album. You know, you were pretty fed up with great with the Greatest Hits packages by oh, that yeah. time. Already by then. Yeah. Uh, but I remember friends who weren't Kiss fans buying the hell out of that album. You know, it was huge here in Sweden. I think it entered... I think it went up all the way to to number five in Sweden, Greatest sure. Kiss. And well, I, I just told my friends, go and pick up Double Platinum. Have the right. price and a and, better and, album. And what's the best <laughs> thing on that Greatest Kiss album? The live version of Shouted Out Loud from Tiger Stadium. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. You totally dropped the ball on that, but this isn't. This isn't. We've we've done plenty of episodes about Kiss dropping the ball. So, <laughs> well, that, Ken, why don't you give us one of your albums? Yeah, that, that's a good pick. Um, actually, that is uh, one that actually I I bought that version you have probably a few years ago. Um, yeah. I I had to look for it. It's 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 harder. It's a little bit harder to find that it's one. It's harder. It's but not it super rare, but it's harder. They impress a whole lot of those back in the '90s, so I know that. Uh, so my first one is is not my first album. It's it's not the I though that's probably coming here. The first one I actually bought uh, for Kiss, but the what I'm picking is the album that. Well, I like this album, but. Um, it's an album that the story goes where I discounted Kiss. I, I blew it off uh, when my friend, and I, it had to be 1975, my friend was showing me some albums. He showed me like Deep Purple, Machine Head, and he showed me ZZ Top. ZZ Top, yeah. ZZ Top, Fandango. And, and he also showed me this album, and I thought, what the hell is that? You know, kind of. Kind of thing. So yeah. it was the uh, the first Kiss album, mm-hmm. uh, and I thought, yeah, you got clowns here. Why <laughs> yeah. are clowns playing music, rock and roll? Because <laughs> you know that's another problem with this is like if I would have seen them in their all their the full outfits, uh, it would have been a, a, another story. I probably would have like perked yeah. up and said, okay, yeah, let me listen to this. Uh, I just kind of discounted it and like, no, don't play it for me or anything. So, uh, uh, yeah, I just kind of discounted it. And yeah. so, but, but Ken, real, real fast, yeah. I always wondered what what has Gene got around his neck there? It's like a scarf. It's like a yeah, it looks like a silver uh, scarf. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely terrible. Gene wearing a scarf that's never happened. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of uh, interesting. That's a, probably the only time he's ever wore that thing. Uh, so this is a promotional copy that I got, you know, probably when the vinyl craze started getting, and I started restocking my Kiss stuff because I had gotten rid of most of my Kiss vinyl, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, I kept a few, but most of it was gone, and I, I was restocking it again when I started getting back into the vinyl thing again. So this this is a, you know, to me, I, I enjoy this one just for the fact that it's, it is a promo copy and, and there's things differently, you know, like the white label, promotional copy um, label. Um, and it sounds great. And it's it doesn't have kissing time on it because it's uh, didn't have kissing time Thankfully. at the beginning. So, <laughs> uh, so that's, that's, that's one there. I could have been a fan maybe a couple of years earlier, but... It did not happen. <laughs> wow. I, wow. It didn't happen until a couple of years later. Lost, 
Yeah, I just saw Lonnie wearing shorts. That reminds me, you people got a whole lot on uh, <laughs> another type of weather. Today oh, because we, it's a little cold there. Today right? we got like 25 centimeters. Do you know how, you know, centimeters, it's like this much of snow. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not wearing shorts anyway, any, anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, my. Uh, maybe he's got good weather this weekend there in St. Louis. So, all right. Well, that was my first one. Um, yep. How about, I guess we'll go to yours since Lottie has yeah. disappeared. So, in the background behind you, is is that like your collection over there that you see below oh, the Kiss Army? Over so, here, yeah. yeah. That, that's a lot of my, behind how, right how, there is, there's a, those are all Kiss albums on the first couple levels there. Those are all Kiss vinyl. Yeah. Um, and then I have a couple, you know, box mm. sets and that sort of stuff. Otherwise, and then my other vinyls down below and off to the side or whatever oh. for other artists. So, yeah. yeah, that's mostly Kiss up there that you're seeing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like Lana said, the first Kiss vinyl is always special to oneself. And yeah. the, the next one for me... It's not, not not a special album. I think you can get it for like five bucks if you want to. But yeah. since it's the first one I bought, you know, when the band, I had, I had, uh, you know, uh, uh, I had um, become a fan. Yeah. I had listened to Animalize, Asylum, and now they released a new album. Mm -hmm. Crazy Nights was going to be re released. Mm -hmm. So I remember getting this album, this one, and this is the actual copy. This is the one I was holding in my hands when I was a, you know, a little boy, mm -hmm. uh, getting my hopes up. I had listened to Animalize and Asylum, and that was about it. I don't think I had listened to the Makeup Kiss. So, mm. so that was my, you know. I liked Heavens of Fire. I've had nothing to do. Fire Tears are Falling, King of the Mountain. I had a lot of songs that I really enjoyed. And then I went out and got the new Kiss album, much like Lauren said. The new Kiss, it's always special. And this is not a special record, but to me, this is, you know, the one I got when I was, I think I was 11 or something, 12 maybe. Yeah. I got this one. So, so, uh, and I remember listening through this one. The first, I still remember it vividly. Me and a friend, we sat down and put it on the turntable and listened to it from start to finish. And I remember the feeling of disappointment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gave it more spins, but it never matched what I felt when I heard Animal Eyes or Asylum. Mm -hmm. Never. And to this day, it has never, you know, matched those albums, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah. But I think it's cool because it's the first brand new Kiss record I got. And just because of that, it's in my top five. And, uh, hmm. you know, just imagine that you were sitting holding this record when you were a little kid. It's the same record. I think that's kind of special. So you have to keep this one. And by the way, you, you said you were throwing out a lot of your vinyl uh, at one point, Ken. I traded uh, them in for, for CDs, yeah, a lot of them. For yeah. CDs, I was, about, yeah. I was about to, you know, throw them in the trash. No man. Yeah. And my girlfriend said, "Are you sure about that? Are you sure that you yeah. won't regret that?" Uh, well, we put them in the garage, and 
otherwise, if she hadn't said that, I would have tossed them all yeah. because vinyl. I don't. I, I don't know if kids. Vinyl was so dead; it was completely over. So that's my, you know, crazy nights. My first brand new Kiss album. That has to it. be. Yeah. yeah, I'm really glad I kept it. Actually, yeah. Okay, Lonnie, what you got? Very cool. For a second. Oh, I uh, forgot about this, and I wanted to go get this. This was one of the first ones I bought, also. Um. And it's Creatures of the Night. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. But not only is it Creatures of the Night. Oh, okay. I think I know it's... which one it might be. I don't get it out very often, obviously. This is, again, this is around 96, 97. Yeah. But it's Glow in the Dark. Oh, yeah. Creatures of the Night. Oh. Yeah. Which is very cool. Which was which was a new release at the time. I don't know exactly when that came out. Um, but I loved Creatures as a kid because I've mentioned on the show a bunch of times that my brother and I we had for a long for the longest time we had two cassettes between the two. We, we had um, Creatures and Destroyer, were the one were the albums that we really grew up on with Kiss. And Creatures was really special to me, and he and mm-hmm. this guy this record store he had creatures of the night he didn't have like a a vintage copy of creatures of the night but he had a this reprint of creatures glow in the dark and i thought oh that's really cool so you know i'm I'm 16 years old i gotta be i'm gonna buy this and i gotta get it home on my bike and gotta be really really careful because i'm riding two two three miles on my bike holding this vinyl and this bag on one arm like don't fall off your bike dumbass (laughs) You (laughs) you know riding home um you know, and I get home and I, you know, turn, turn off all the lights in my room, you know, and I'm going to listen to Creatures of the Night on Glow in the Dark Vinyl in my room, you know, so uh, now that's really cool, too. And that, and, and that's a, that's another one that's a, it's 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 rare, but it's not super rare type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many of these that are out there. Julian, well, I was talking about it one day on the show and Julian goes, he's never Julian actually said he's never seen one of these in person, he said, which oh, okay. yeah. as much as. Julian has it's kind of surprising yeah but, I don't know how many they pressed uh, I can do you have that, that but, but uh, do you have that Ken I do <clears throat> excuse me I do have that one and they put out another one too at the same time uh, the other one is a picture disc yeah at the same time of Creature of the Night mm-hmm. that same company they released them both at the same time I think it was just the two it could yeah, have been a third was, but I think it was just the two and I, I do it was like it was like 96, 97. Yeah, I do and have there, both of those. There wasn't um, a lot of them, though. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably limited to, I don't know. 5, so so is, that, is, is, is that the remastered version from 97, or is it the... No, 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 it's not remastered. Um, okay, it's not there. It is not, you know, it's not from the remaster. Because that was 97. And I'm not even right. sure which... I'm not even sure if it's the 85. I'm, yeah. I don't listen a long time. Oh, I, my, okay. I'd have to go back and... Hopefully not the 85 check. one. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll listen to it while I got it pulled out today. So, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good pick. Um, Alright, so I'll get to my next one then. Uh, this one is the first album I bought of Kiss. Yeah, that's that's so special. 1977. Um, oh, my. 
And uh, a long time ago. Yeah. When I again, like the other album I showed, the you know the first album, I I could have gotten into him probably like about two years earlier, but I didn't. Discounted it until my friend played rock and roll rock and roll over for me uh at the beginning of it and, you know have you heard this before and it was like it's like no you know and it was like wow this is this is cool you know so the first one i think we went i think i was probably gonna get rock and roll over we went down we rode our bikes down to this you know the the drugstore i've told this many times it's so cool on our bikes about you know a mile two way or whatever um and and they you know they in place like and today it would be like walgreens or something you know equivalent or something like that and they have us you know the, their record section was you know it's real small um it's usually probably more of the latest ones or discount stuff um but we went down there looking for that but then i saw oh well that's not you know i can't find rock and roller but then all of a sudden you see oh here it is. Yeah. Kiss Alive 2. I said, oh. I said, well, mm-hmm. when you look at the back, it's like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, it has Calling Dr. Love on there. It's like, oh, yeah. I, you know, I, that's the song. I know I, that one. Yeah. yeah, it's like, I like that song. <laughs> I know I like that song. And so, ended up getting this one, uh, writing back and playing it and so on. And this one, is this the one? Yeah, this is the one. You can see I used it because some of the stuff I even used the. Yeah, nice. Ah, even, that's cool. Even the original thing, Tattoos. and it's actually been used. I think that's good. The rose, one of them was I, a, like I can't remember, but the, one of the ones was a rose, right? Uh, like yeah. on uh, Paul's tattoo, and we actually put that on my friend's uh, shoulder for when we dressed up like Kiss, like when for, like, years after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Halloween, and he was Paul Stanley, so I said, "Hey, you got to put this Gene, on this." I was I was Gene exactly, <laughs> yeah yeah. So it's 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 still otherwise it's still you know it's in great actually it's, it it's lived good shape. lived a good life. We need to see the inside. That's the classic thing. Oh oh yeah, of course you know. And then uh, when you got home and we opened it up, you know, first of all, you know, I showed my mom. I was like, check blew this, your mind. Yeah. Check the Gene uh, Simmons, this guy with blood on his face, and she's like, mm-hmm. but she didn't care. She was you know. Oh, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> she was okay with it. Um, That's like the best was, shot yeah, ever. Yeah, the, the, uh, I mean, you can't beat that one. The gatefold yeah. opening. You open that up, and you're just like, I can't it's imagine like, being there. It's like, that. oh, man, this is what it's like. So you just mm-hmm. think, you know, all you can do is, you know, you put on the record, imagine, like, seeing yeah. them on stage. Mm-hmm. is like, man, that's yeah. got to be, you know, and I didn't. Back, back then, you need to have some sort of imagination. You need to use your imagination a bit uh, and think. Because oh. you didn't have these, uh, you know, videos. So yeah. that was all you got. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So I was excited when they did the Kiss uh, anniversary recently and stuff like that. Uh, just real quick, there's another. I have many copies of Alive with you, but obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, this one is that misprint one. Mm-hmm. This is the one where they have... Uh, which the songs that weren't on the Say, actual "Take Me on There" on there and uh, you know, "Pull Again," right? There's another one, and uh, what's the other one on here? I can't remember, but at least those two. And so, yeah. But you got "Am I the Only One?" "Take Me" is such a cool song. It's it's been you know they've never really really done anything with "Take Me." I think it's such a cool song, such a cool riff. Uh, 
you know, the lyrics are kind of hilarious as well. Yeah. But they never and, really did anything with it. And it was a staple in the set list in that time period. Like yeah. That, that yeah. rock and roll over a live to Love Gun era, it was a staple in there. They always played it. And since the reunion tour, I mean, they've played it a handful of times. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, right. I don't know if it's much more than a handful of times that they've no. played it since 1996. And oh, that's no. really a shame because no. I, I song. It's great live. I remember buying Rock and Roll Over the first time and listening to Take Me. Or actually, maybe the first time I heard Take Me was on the Kiss My Ass Home video, even. Mm. I think that was probably the first time I ever heard it was before I even had Rock and Roll mm. Over. No. And I thought, oh my 94. God, awesome. Yeah, you got to go. Mm. Yeah. It made me go out and buy it. I think it buy the old buy stuff. Start buying the old I stuff. Remember, I remember getting some bootleg from the Foundations Forum in 93. When I was at my, you know, oh, yeah. you know, kiss, my kiss fandom was at its at at its height, and it sounded awesome, you know, at that foundations forum. Yeah. But that was the last time, the first and the last time I think they ever did it. You know, the Eric Singer, Bruce Kulick lineup. Unfortunately, it was great. Yep, great stuff. So that's what yeah. got me started, and then I started expanding <laughs> uh, with the rest of the stuff. So <laughs> yeah. Here you are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here I am now. Um, with <laughs> lots, lots of. Uh, How many Kiss records do you think you have, Ken? If you would, uh, you know. I never counted take them. Take a while, but... yes. But but is it like a hundred or a thousand? <laughs> is it a hundred or a thousand or ten thousand? No, no, no. It's not too crazy. Um, I don't know how much can fit in. I don't know, a couple hundred or so. Couple of hundred. I I don't know. It could be more. Than, I I don't know. It might be more than that. I, I, I don't know, but something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, Daniel, get to your next yeah. one. We'll see. My next one, um, it's all tied up to my memories and my, me becoming a KISS fan. You know, um, I talked about Animalize Asylum, bringing me into KISS, and uh, then I got Crazy Nights being a bit disappointed and then I got a mis- mixtape, you know, back then you did mixtapes and you passed them along to your friends. Uh, so I got a mixtape from a friend and I heard this song. There was some Deep Purple, it was kind of cool. There, there, there was some White Snake, I thought it was kind of cool. But then I heard this song called All Hell's Breaking Loose. Mm. And I thought it was fantastic. But I didn't know how to get a hold of of it or even which record it was on. You know? Yeah. It's kind of, you you, can't, you couldn't use Google, all hell's breaking loose. Okay, it's on <laughs> Lick It Up. You didn't know. So how, and I was, I guess I was 12 maybe. Uh, so I didn't know how, how to get a hold of this song and the record that it was on. So... I had my mother call the record shop, you know, the record store, <laughs> and had them, and they had to read the titles of the back of all the Kiss album into a telephone. <laughs> so this is, you know, this funny. is eighties. Uh, uh, <laughs> and finally, you know, they went through a lot of albums, and finally they said, "All has breaking loose," and I said, "That's the one." That's so. The one. Uh, and then I ordered it, and it ended up in my uh, mailbox. So I, you know, I'm all for the the official albums. I like them. So this is the actual copy of the Lick It album, Lick It Up album that ended up in my mailbox. 
And All Hell's Breaking Loose was on it. And quite a few more good songs. I mean, this was a, oh, yeah. this was something else than Crazy Nights. <laughs> this was more similar to Animal Eyes and Asylum. And I mean, I, maybe even better than those albums, to be true. In my opinion, be, yes. Yeah, yeah, I like this one a whole lot. And I have to say that, you know, I mean, that's, there's not a bad song. Maybe the one or two at the end. That's all <laughs> you well, that's They're a good one. Okay. Anyway, we keep going over this. <laughs> side one is like Exciter, not for the innocent, lick it up, Jungle Racer, and give me, give me more. I mean, it, what a great side one. Side two, all has breaking loose, yes. into one, it's like a glove, that's great. And the two at the end, I wish they had done some other songs there, then it would have been a masterpiece, but still, really good album. And still, I was into non-makeup kiss. That's pretty hard for kids today to understand. Because That's true. Yeah. At this point, I'm not sure I even had heard a makeup album. So oh. um, I had Asylum, Animal Eyes, Crazy Nights, and Lick It Up with All Hells Breaking Loose. And it was a. Uh, I just wondered who this guy was. <laughs> Even if we're still so wondering. Did everybody else. So I did mean, everybody else. <laughs> who is he? Man? Anyway. And, I, yeah. and a side note. I remember my mom saying, "Oh, that's that's a really hot guy." <laughs> <laughs> like the time, mom. I said, mm. "Yeah, she, What's she, his name? Like, she kind of like he, <laughs> what you, Paul." I said, "Paul is supposed to be the good-looking guy." No, no, he's too short. She said, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's too short." I remember that. Oh, yeah. funny. That's a good one. Good one. That's a good one, Daniel. All right, Lonnie, which. So we're talking about albums that are that are special and important to us. Um, and I, I always mentioned about um, growing up having Destroyer and Creatures. So I showed a Creature, so I have to show a Destroyer. Mm. And this is one of the first ones that I bought when I was a teenager. And um, it's original pressing of Destroyer. And since then, I've gotten it signed by Gene Paul, Ace, and Peter. Oh, good. So it's... Probably one of the probably one of my favorite pieces that I have mm. signed by Destroyer, signed by all four original members. And I didn't, and like, and I watched all four of them sign it. You know, I didn't, it wasn't like it didn't, oh. I didn't buy it signed or, or give it to somebody to get signed for me. You know, um, Gene and Paul signed it at a, at a, at a meet and greet that I did in Detroit back in 2010. Ace signed it. Ace did a signing in Indianapolis in 2011. And, and Peter signed it when I met Peter in 2012. But the Ace, the Ace signature is really, is a fun story. Um, it's 2011 and Kiss wasn't. I mean, it was. I was 2011, and I. I never. I'd met Ace one time prior. I'd only met Ace one time. It was when my buddy Joe Odell. Joe Odell's name gets now named up on the show all the time. Joe Odell and I stalked him in the lobby of the Westin in St. Louis. And we we got him in the lobby, and he's he looked at us and he goes one thing, one thing, and he signed something for Joe. He, he signed my leg, and he signed something for Joe's girlfriend and my girlfriend at the time, and that was it. And he was gone. 
But so I only had the one ace autograph. I only met him the one time. I was like, I want to go to this in Indianapolis. Indianapolis is like a four-hour drive, very doable. Um, and I told my girlfriend at the time I was going to go do this. I go, do you want to go? And she's like, oh, no, um, so-and-so is getting married that day. <laughs> and, and I go, okay. And she's like, you're really going to go to this? I'm like, yeah. I go, I'll be back. I'm going to go in the morning. I'm going to get Ace to sign a couple things. I'm going to come back, and I'll meet you at the reception. Fair enough? And she's like, all right, fine. So my, I told my dad I was doing this, and my dad goes, well, how about I go with you? That way you don't have to drive by yourself four hours there and four hours back. We can share the drive, and we'll go together. And I was like, all right, that's cool. So we left really early, got up there, get in line for Ace. The line's huge. And it, may, it might be about, I don't know, 11 o'clock. Say it's 10 or maybe 11. And there's people, there's this guy walking around, and he goes, okay, Ace is running late. I mean, if you can believe that, he's going to be here about 1. It's, and it's 11. And my dad looks at me, and he goes, Uh-oh. 1? <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> so Dad goes and finds a beer somewhere, brings us back a couple beers while we're waiting in line. <laughs> so Ace finally shows up. We finally get in there. He signs this for me and a couple other things. We get back in the car. We're on our way back. I'm like, all right. I get back. Dad's going to drop me off at my house. I'm going to meet my girlfriend at this wedding reception. So I get back in the car and I call her and I say, okay, we're on our way. And she's, and we're running late, obviously, because Ace was running late. And she's like, you're just on your way now. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but we are on our way though. And she's like, I just don't understand this driving four hours to meet some mediocre guitar player. And I said, hold on. Let's not say things we're going to regret. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, shoot. Anyway, it's a fun story. But That's cool. I got Destroyer signed by all four of them. Really, really cool piece. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, what we do to get, you know, get a signature and all that stuff. Go through. <laughs> and the repercussions. <laughs> right. Um, oh, since you got that, you had that destroyer one. I'm just gonna throw this up here as a. This is like one of my extra ones that I, because I, I don't know how many duplicates we're gonna have. But this is a uh, early 2000s um, Japanese limited Japanese. It's 200 gram weight vinyl, mm. and these are hard. This is hard to find. Uh, it sounds really good, um, but it's it's kind of expensive if you want to go try to find it it's it's not easy to find out there they made a limited amount i can't remember how many now but uh anyway that that was one of them so let's do another uh i got i'll just do a, i'm gonna do this one big one since we're talking about jap i guess japanese um there was a 1998 the japanese uh had released a a box set of uh i wonder if mark's messaging me anyway yeah or mark's. is he well maybe he'll be joining us but anyway mm-hmm. or he couldn't do it um but back in 98 you know vinyl's dead obviously still um the resurgence didn't happen till what 2000 i don't know mid 2000s they started coming back a little bit um and uh anyway this this thing I got a few years ago um, because I thought it was 
so very cool. <laughs> but they did a box set of Kiss the Originals, mm. 74 through 79. <clears throat> it's heavy, too. Here it is here. It's nice and shiny. It comes in, a, it has actually an OB uh, type uh, shrink wrap kind of thing. You slip over it. Um, but yeah, like nice and shiny. What it is, is, uh, you know, it's the album's Kiss Through, uh, Through Dynasty. So it has Kiss Harder Than Hell, Dressed to Kill, Kiss Alive, Destroyer, Rock and Roller, Love Gun, Live 2, and Dynasty. Um, and, uh, that's the back of it. But they pressed That's really cool. One, I think they, what did I say? It's like 20, I think it's 2,500 pressed. I can't hear you, Daniel, because you are You're mute. muted. <laughs> it's still on mute. There My lord, go. I did a Ken. Uh, <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah, you, did, you pulled a Ken. I, I pulled a Ken, yeah. Uh, no, I, I think uh, Mark might be joining actually. But, but but one thing that throws me off on this one: why do do they use the shikara? You know, the Japanese power symbol on that one. That's like way later they use that one. Ah, Mark is here. Oh, this is something that on, on the front. <laughs> I, I I don't like that they they mix eras like that. I mean, yeah, that's that... for the. They put that's the. the, uh, uh, the solo... Otherwise, it looks great. Yeah, they put the solo album. Uh, kind of pictures in the in the logo. That symbol, that's a Japanese symbol for, I believe it's like means power. Power, yeah. Right, yeah. right. Um, yeah. But, but they did use that back in the seventies. Yeah. That's a night. Just as an example, real quick, came with this kind of you know yeah. like the replication of the originals, mm -hmm. the cards that came in there. Then this is like a, I think a sticker sheet. Oh my. Thing. Yeah. So if I want to put it on my uh, the my, my, my there as well. bumper of my car, right? Sticker, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which no, I'm not going to do. Uh, and a booklet uh, here too, which is oh, that's cool. Has the lyrics, all the lyrics, Japanese and oh, it has some it has some cool, cool pictures. pictures in here. Yeah, check check this one out. This is like, oh, that's yeah, nice. That's a good one. That's a that's, oh a, that's a real scary. Good. Here's another. Here's another scary one. Um, cool. behind there's some uh, good yeah there's some cool pictures in, oh and another kind of a center yeah, really cool pictures oh yeah so it, it's that's cool it's nice mostly lyrics in that and then just as a topper for it is the all the albums came in a different color it was like ahead of its time you think about it right yeah back mm -hmm. in 1998 so 98 that yeah. came out so this is the first yeah and this is the first it's not cheap if you can no. find one today. It's it's it's, it's, gone up, it's, it's gone up quite a lot in price. But here's that a that was a pretty good investment, I think. Here's yeah. a you know like a purple. Uh, I'm curious, Ken. Does it say who uh, did those records? Like? Who what? Oh no. Welcome, Mark. Uh, by the way, um, what what was the question? <laughs> who pressed the, the the like who who did the the mastering of it? Like how does it sound? Well, are it's they, Japanese. Are they, are they worth? Cause I, cause I'm, I'm one of those guys. I'm one of those guys who doesn't like to get these kind of expensive things because they usually sound like garbage. But I don't think these ones did. No, right? these were. Uh, it doesn't even say on this one. I, this is so close to the line. Mm. There's no even. Yeah, you can hardly uh, even see. <laughs> and I'm looking at here. 
I don't know who, like, uh, what the mastering is from. I'd have to look it up. But uh, they cool package. They really good. cool package. But yeah, each album is in a different color, and I just thought I saw that and I was like, man, if I can find a decent price on that. Guys, give me one second. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, all right, bye. Yeah, uh, if I can find a good price on it, then I, I get it, and I actually found a good price by just me kind of continually digging. Through hey, the you, internet. you guys, you guys, don't you think it's kind of funny? You know, Mark, I think he's had a break in today. Uh, there's yeah. been a lot of trouble, and then he jumps into the podcast and he's wear, wearing the the Very Elder joy. Odyssey Julian T-shirt. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, yeah. Cool man. Okay. All right. So that that's that's kind of a I like you know that's a cool thing. Kind of like you know, the Casteria box. Can I just interrupt cool you for a second? Yeah, go ahead. So, uh, so what's going on here? Like, do I have, should I go grab a couple of records or what? Do that. Oh, I thought you were uh, aware of it though. Um, yeah, grab a couple of your. Uh... Well, I don't know how far along you guys are. You know, how long you guys been on? I mean, you could be near done. I don't know. We well, can go as far here. as we want. Mark, Mark, Julian isn't here, so we yeah, can. Julian the boss. We can go for hours. The boss is away. Get your five favorite kisses. It's been running okay. for a, an hour. We're right at an hour and four minutes. Yeah, we, we're, we're we had we had the news and other and comments before we even started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so bring a couple like, albums. We, we're going for two minutes. hours. Okay, give me yeah. five minutes. I'll go grab my records. Okay. Perfect. All right. Perfect. So uh, we'll continue then with the next one um, yep. for for you guys. And, you know, I doubled up. Like I said, uh, I had some creature stuff, too, that mm-hmm. uh, since Lonnie pulled out, by, I was pulling out the, you know what, I'll just do it to get, get it out of the way. Yes, I had backups just to, I showed some of this before, too. And again, here's another Japanese creature's, uh, release you know but this is the stuff where that and i'll, I'll let daniel go next um but uh this is all the this is a bunch of creature stuff right i think i showed some of it before but i talked about it that i was so excited about creatures at that time i was like and uh, i walked into this import record store and they had imports, and these all these releases were when, from. When was this happening? Was this? This was like right 19. Now? It had to be 1982, 83. Okay, when you had yeah. seen the shows and. It's stuff probably like 83. That. I'm gonna guess yeah. right, and and so so this one, of course, this is the uh, what do they call it? The Creature of the Night Double Groove A Side Rock and Roll Night oh, yeah. Live. So so if you put on the the drop the needle, it's either gonna play. Rock, all, rock, yeah, rock and roll all night or creatures of the night yeah, depending yeah, how you drop the groove and the back side is the etched uh signatures and it has that center <laughs> label you know that cool picture mm, that's cool and then i about all these at the same time i i was in the store I was like whoa all this creature stuff and i was like yeah, okay i gotta get all and i got you know the single killer I love it loud on one side, and I was made for. Actually, so I was made is, for is loving you. The, is is that the tongue that you can move? Uh, oh, that's this one here. This is the single. Yeah, yeah the, that's. Yeah, that's. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is the I love it loud. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. With the the elder picture, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 Exactly. That's really. What's bad. funny about this one says. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This. Yeah, but, but why use that picture? I mean. Yeah, I know this. This. Yeah. 
this one here what interesting about the back side says on side one you got killer and i love it loud but it says the dark side dark side <laughs> and the other side says the bright side and what they put on yeah. here is i was made for loving you yeah that's kind of bright yeah and it says from killers on that one oh. interesting right so that crazy, was that crazy. this is one of the first and then Oh, that's, a that's cool. That there too. This is an early picture disc. That's nice looking. This is one of those ones. But they from... used the pink from the killers there, but it, I guess it goes. It ties into the creatures as well. They had extra ink. I had to get rid of. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that's that one, and then one more single. This is another twelve-inch single. Creatures oh, cool. of the night, and it has creatures of the night and war machine on side one. And Rock and Roll Night, live version of Rock and Roll Night on, on yeah, the B-side. Is that the live version of Rock and Roll Night? Yep, live. Uh, I think it is the a live version. Oh, wait, you know, I have to, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, be. yeah, yeah, it should be. I would imagine. Uh, I haven't listened to that in quite a while, so. Um, but those are, you know, since you had the creatures run, I just thought I'd bring mm -hmm. those, those things out. That was an exciting time when Kiss was back. Hell and, yeah, I guess. That's cool. It was really exciting to hear them doing well. Unfortunately, them. people didn't understand how good they were. Yeah, unfortunately. But, uh, hmm? Okay, Lonnie. Or, no, oh, Daniel. Daniel. Sorry, Daniel. Daniel. It's my turn. Next yeah. one. Um, the next one. You know, I mentioned I, I was really into non-makeup kiss. And then I visited an old cousin, or old, a cousin. He was maybe five, six years older than me. And by this time, I think he, he had moved on from Kiss. I vividly remember he and his pals talking about Judas Priest being the coolest band name ever. <laughs> uh, I, I remember that Judas discussion. Uh, I, I didn't really get yeah. it because I didn't really know who Judas was, but uh, I got a hang with <laughs> later on, yeah. you know. But... Uh, uh, it stuck in my mind somehow that discussion because uh, I thought it was kind of cool. And then he, he said, Dan, come, I, I heard, hear you like Kiss. Yeah, I love Kiss. And th then he took me upstairs and we went into this house and uh, he said, do you want a Kiss record? Uh, hell yeah. And then he gave me this one. This is the actual copy. Oh. Rock and roll over. Uh, I'd never seen it before. Uh, and he said... Well, you can have this cousin was like sort of an idol to me. I thought it was really cool and hip and everything. And then he gave me this one. So, uh, uh, of course, I I, I, I went home and listened to it. And this was, I guess, this was my introduction to original Kiss. Mm -hmm. And it was quite, a, quite the introduction. So uh, uh, I liked, and, and the. We talked about it earlier during the episode. Take Me was the first one that stuck. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought that was a real cool song. And uh, it still is probably one of my favorites off the album. You know, you, you, there's a lot of good songs. I Want You and, and um, Call Him Dr. Love and uh, some others. But but I, I think Take Me might still be my favorite song off of this album. Mm -hmm. uh, so I got this for free. And it had it had the I don't think he's he'd played it so so much so it has the original inner sleeve yeah inner sleeve and everything. Does it have the stickers or anything else in there? No, it didn't have the stickers unfortunately. Okay. But mm. this is the actual copy that I got. 
uh, I don't think he, he even remembered that he gave it to me. But to me, it was really special that this cool older dude gave me this record. <laughs> That's and, cool. Uh, so, so, so it's a fond memory. And it took quite a few listens before I, you know, started to appreciate the album because you have to keep in mind growing up with Animalize, different. Side, Crazy yeah. Nights, Lick It Up. And then hearing this, it was kind of different. But as I could hear the magic in some of the songs, even though it sounded kind of different. It's not like one of my friends who said, well, you know, Kiss, they must have been like new kids on the block. All their 70s no. suck. Oh, wow. <laughs> I remember him saying that. Uh, but this is, I mean, this is in most people's top three, I guess, at least. Yeah, it's always up there high. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, how it looks, I mean, the the way it looks, it's, it's oh, like... The album cover is great. Yeah. You know, the album cover yeah. is probably my favorite album cover. And just, yeah. it works any way you turn it, and it's just right. a cool cover. So, Rock and Roll Over, present from from my cousin, still have it. Uh, one of the be- best Kiss records in the world. Yep, great pick. For sure. Good story. All right, Lonnie, what's next? Uh, I'm going to go with something a little newer, and that's Sonic Boom. Oh, on that's vinyl. a surprise. Yeah. Sonic Boom on vinyl, and it's signed by G. Oh, Paul, Eric, and Tommy. Nice. So it's pretty cool. They didn't press a lot of these, and that's more of a, a sought-after album as well in a lot of circles. Um, and the version I have is the... It comes a slip sheet like that. Lyrics on the back. Mm-hmm. And I have the green version. Ah, Peter version. The Peter version. Even or the, the Eric Or the Eric version, sorry. The <laughs> Eric version, come on. Sorry. The oh, Catman. Geez, the Catman cat 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 version. Man. Yeah, let's get that right. <laughs> you know, and it has the... The gatefold yep. on it, and it and it also came with a poster. Oh yeah, it came with a poster, right? It came with a poster as well from that um, that photo shoot for uh, for Sonic Boom. Yeah, oh, nice. pretty... I only have one co- one. I think I have the green one also, actually. Yeah, I only have I only have the one. The I only one have the one, and uh, it was. Before I got into vinyl, and uh, so I, back into vinyl, so I did not buy any ex- until later on, and now yeah. they're going for yeah, they're way going. too much. Uh, you know, they, they just cost way too much. Um, I'm hoping but that they they'll recent- put out. Yeah, they recently bought back the rights to it, though. It seems like yeah, so. So hopefully mm-hmm. we'll see some you know, maybe, releases again. Maybe in 2024 we might get a uh, like a 15th anniversary of of um, of Sonic Boom That'd on vinyl smart. or something like that. Yeah, that'd be a smart way to handle it anyway. So, um, pretty cool though. I got it signed by them um, again at the same meet and greet that I was talking about earlier in, D- in Detroit in 2010. Um, pretty cool, kind of, a, kind of again, kind of a rare piece. Not super rare, but a rare piece. 
It's more rare now because you can't find them. They, they're, you know, they're not repressing them or anything, and they're no, and they're way overpriced now. If you want to go out and try to, you know, buy buy from somebody, so yeah, no, that's sure. a good yeah. way yeah. overpriced and it's signed by all of them. So but that's know, very cool. Yeah, it's kind of a cool piece. Yeah, you could sell it for a good. <laughs> um, all right, Mark. Now yes. you that you've uh, d- dug through your Kiss collection. Yes, I have my one. What do you have? What do you have for us? So how many do I need to show? Like how how far behind am I? We've all shown about what three? Four? I've shown four now. Four. Sorry. Okay, so I can go through them relatively quickly yeah, to yeah. catch up. So yeah, go ahead. Okay, so the first one I'm going to show is a. Uh, pretty important to me i mean some of these are not really rare as much as they are very important to me for certain reasons um as you guys all know my favorite kiss album is rock and roll over right Mm -hmm. uh and so when i got back into collecting kiss stuff one of the things i wanted to get right away was japanese pressings of records yeah right Mm -hmm. and one of the records that i was hunting down and finally got a decent copy of a really nice one in fact is this one here mm-hmm. okay but the nice obvious I, I think i think i think it's the touring one because there's it's a little extra like a little extra bit of shit in there i think i could be wrong but the Translated, funny thing about <laughs> the, the, the funny thing though about this copy of it though is i bought it off a guy online okay yeah and when he when he sold it to me I got it. I took it home. Like I picked it up from the mail from the from the mailbox and brought it home, and I opened it. Right. Just, so bear with me. I won't be too long, so I can catch up here. But I I took it out. Right. And you know, as you all know, it has the gatefold, right? And it has the the yeah, Japanese one. That's a VIP cool. VIP uh, yeah. or whatever. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Has a gatefold. So it's the first. Yeah, it's the first edition, right? And I wrote to him and I said, you know, thank you very much for 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 giving me the record. It came nicely and it came with the booklet and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And which has all the humorous translated lyrics, lyrics in there, which are which are half correct and half incorrect. Right. Right. And the but the thing that killed me about this was that I told him, I go, thank you so much. Everything turned out so nicely. You know, the record plays nice. It sounds good. And I said, even even the sticker. Is, is nice and is in great condition and he yeah. and his face just dropped because I was talking to him on Skype and his face just went white and he goes oh shit I gave you the sticker and I go <laughs> yeah I go what I go the sticker's supposed to come with it he goes oh well I was I was gonna I was actually gonna take that out before I sent it I forgot to take it out oh, so shit. he was gonna he was gonna keep the sticker so luckily due to his uh, forgetfulness I ended up with the sticker which it should have been anyway so yeah. I didn't buy from him ever again because you know I don't like getting screwed. But right. anyways, it 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 turns out that I got a very nice copy of it, and uh, it is one of my more favorite copies of this album. I mean, I I'm I'm one of those crazy collector guys that has like nine variations of it, and you know every other country that's possible I I have of it. So uh, mm-hmm. that that's one of them. <clears throat> one of the and another record I'm going to show here. This one is interesting. Uh, you know, everybody loves Kiss Alive, right? So, of yeah. course, I love Kiss Alive, too. Now, Kiss Alive is one of the records that, much like Julian, 
I had the most variations of. I think I had 18 different variations of it. Julian had hundreds. But when Julian started par parting with his albums, I contacted him and I did my research. And when I found out he had this one, I asked him if I could buy it off him. And he said, yeah, great, no problem. And he gave me a really good deal on it. This is the Venezuelan copy. Hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. of Kiss Alive. Now, you're going to think to yourself, Venezuelan probably sounds like, you know, it sounds like garbage and, you know, the, the sound of it is all shit, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, look. The, the, Why the do you South hate Venezuela? <laughs> <laughs> because South American albums are never known to be in the greatest condition. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's that's not just me saying that. That's, that's a known fact, right? Now, uh, so it's just like all the other ones pretty much have the same insides and everything right yeah. julian kept relatively good care of it right uh Relative, it didn't have it good on julian yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it doesn't it doesn't have any of those like casablanca inner sleeves but the reason why i bought this one off of him okay. is because it has something very interesting in it that i found out when i did my uh, i did i'm one of the guys who loves going through dead wax and all the matrix information and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. so this one is very interesting because you think Venezuelan one, you know, maybe they got Pablo or someone to master it there, some guy who's been working there, you know, and, and it might sound like ass, right? But this copy, I'll have to show you this. It's, it's a, it has the uh, the middle era center, center ring, like the, the 76, yeah, the Camel 76 era one, right? And if you look in the dead wax on side A, okay, mm -hmm. side A, it has AZ with a flower, which means that's Alan, Alan Zentz yeah. mastered side A. Okay. Usually when you good. flip the mm -hmm. side of this and you look, it has master disc RL Robert, on it. So side Robert. two, Robert Ludwig did it. And if you look at the other side of the other records, side three and side four are also Robert Ludwig okay. cut. So this is almost like an american plating version that was pressed in venezuela uh -huh. right so they sent over the plates, the plates they pressed them. them over there so you know you end up with a really great sounding record for something that probably cost me half as much as it would have been if it was like a u.s first you know what i mean mm -hmm. for it now I, and I really like this copy of it. I've listened to it numerous times. In fact, I think whenever I listen to a live, I was playing that one. I also have a Canadian first, and I have a UK, and all those ones. But it's funny how that one ended up being one of my favorite ones to listen to. Now, speaking of interesting ones, I'll do another one here real quick. Who doesn't have a copy of the first album? Okay. Now, this one, if you, as you look at it, I'll take it out of the plastic so you can see it a bit better. Uh, this one is what they say is well-loved, okay? You can see all the ring wear on the top, and it's beaten to shit, right? Now, this album is one of the very, very first albums I got when I got into collecting al album vinyl again. Now, the funny thing is I found this in a store that half of it sold mattresses, like bed mattresses, okay? And then the other side of it, they sold, he had a little section where he sold vinyl records. 
Now, I, the reason why I went in there is because next door to it, there was a tattoo shop. And I was going there to check out some stuff to get, maybe get another tattoo. So I went in there and I said, because he said vinyl on his window. He said, vinyl records here. So I went in and I went to his little section and I saw that he had this. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll grab this as my first record to come back into collecting vinyl. And much to my surprise later on, when I started finding out more about information about certain pressings, if you look at the bottom, I don't know how clear you're going to be able to see that, but at the bottom, it says Warner Brothers, Canada. So this is back when Kiss was still with Warner Brothers before they made the switch and went to Casablanca permanently, like off the Warner Brothers label. Now, if you look at the vinyl here, it also says it at the bottom. I, again, I don't know how well you're going to be able to see some of this stuff, but at the bottom, it'll say Warner Brothers Canada there, right? And the funny thing is I brought it home and man, this album almost got me off of collecting vinyl right off the bat because when I put it on, it was like, do, 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 do. It was like, like wow, like, this is like, it was like really crackly. And like, and I was thinking to myself, is this really how vinyl sounds? Like, is it really that noisy and stuff like that? Because it was my first record back to vinyl. I could, couldn't remember if it was that noisy, but I took a good look at it. And, you know, after looking at it, this record must have been played like 150,000 times because it's really like down to its last legs. But I, I, I want to keep it because it, it is sentimental for me because it is my first record back to it. And the funny thing is I posted this on Facebook in one of those groups that say, you know, what, what do you have in your collection? And no sooner did I hit send and put the post up, I got about 15 people messaging me saying, hey, you want to sell that Warner Brothers one? I kept telling people, I go, look, dude, it's shit. It, it's not even worth buying. Was, I'll give you $50. I go, no, dude, really? There, it, one guy was offering me like 150 bucks. I go, dude, it's not even worth $10, you know? So, but apparently because it's a Warner Brothers one and it's not easy to find, especially the Canadian one, people were hot on it, okay? So, but in case you're watching and you're trying to message me for it, I'm not selling it, okay? Hmm. So that's another one there. And I'll just do one more so I can get caught up, okay? And I'll okay. do the last one for when you do the, the other one, okay? So which one should I do last? I'll do, I'll do that one. So, as all you guys know, me and Julian are notoriously known for being huge Asylum fans. And I've said it a thousand yeah. times, Asylum is my favorite Kiss album out of makeup, okay? Always loved it, my favorite record. And when you get Canadian pressings of this album, okay? And here's a Canadian one. Okay, it looks no different than any kind of US one. But there is, of course, a difference, which is one of the things I've always kind of loved about the Canadian ones. You know, you, you have uh, everything pretty much the same as the same kind of inner sleeve and stuff like that in yeah. it, right? But the center labels on these were different than the U.S. ones, I, I'm pretty sure, mm -hmm. because it was a, that was a big commentary on it was how the Canadians had right. this kind of labeling to it. Now... This is not the reason why I'm showing, this is not the record I'm planning to show. This is just an example of it because much to my surprise and much to collector's surprises, about two or three years into collecting vinyl, there was a big brouhaha on the Canadian Kiss Vinyl Collector site about this album. And I was, you know, I got in on it, like talking to them saying, you know, what, what the hell are you guys getting all excited about? 
Well, the one there's one guy in Edmonton who went through a record store. They shut the door for him, let him go in, just him himself, and he went through this whole back catalog of stuff that they had in the store in the back, went through every single Kiss album that they had because he was on the hunt for a specific Kiss Asylum pressing, okay? And I ended up finding that I had this one in my collection. Now, it's not anything totally mind-blowing. It's the same kind of album, you know, stuff like that, same inner sleeves and all that stuff. In fact, I have it in the same, it's in the same inner sleeve here. But what they were searching for was this. There's a, there was a variant, and not a very large number of them was pressed like this. Oh, okay. Like a, a darker label. Center label, mm -hmm. okay, with the with the white text. Because all if you go if you get a Canadian one, nine times out of ten you're gonna get the white with the light blue. Mm -hmm. This one is a, a not easy to find variation of Kiss Asylum, <laughs> and the minute I found out that I had this, you know. I was like, wow! I, I, I showed them on this on the on the site. I go, hey, I, I actually had this, and I remember when I went to the store to buy it at the time. The guy he had no clue in the record store. He was like, yeah, just give me eight bucks, mm. right? So I was like, okay. So I, I you know gave him the eight bucks, and I was out the door. And you know now if you try to get it, it's considerably more than eight dollars, especially because of that variant, right? Interesting. And, and, and it's, it's, but they sound good. I, I'm not sure. I don't think there's anything of real uh, interest on the the dead wax and the things. Oh yeah, okay. It's the uh, it's the SRM. SRM is the pressing uh, place in Quebec mm -hmm. that does these ones. If you have an SRM in the dead wax and it's Canadian, it's good. That the guy who does the SRM plating is he's like the Robert Ludwig of Canada. He's and he's, you know, whenever you see a picture of him, he always has like these dark shades on. He tries to look uber cool, you know, and, and he, but he does really good cuttings and pressings of these records. So if you, if you have an SRM and a dead wax of a Canadian pressing, you got a really, good really, really good record on your hands. So I'll leave the last one till after you guys go through your fifth. Okay. That was cool. Thank you, Mark. But, but you cool. dropped you dropped a bomb there. You said you did some tattoos. I've never seen any of your tattoos. Do you have any kiss tattoos? I don't have a I don't have a kiss tattoo. I have like the Project Gemini one. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay. Project Gemini. Yeah. This one here. What's that? That's that's the logo of my old band, Reckon okay. with One. Okay. And I have uh I have this tattoo <laughs> here. I have to get close. Guitars. Is it uh, a guitar? Yeah. Yeah. Flying V looks like. And... It's a flying V. German flag. German and a, and and a Slovak flag. Yeah. yeah Slovak. Wow. Huh. Yeah. So that's <laughs> your heritage, sort of. Yeah. It's just, you know, flying my family flags, as they say. Yeah. Right? Cool. That's kind of cool. Hmm? Nice. Yes. Nobody knew I had tattoos. I thought I, I No, thought I, I didn't know. know. <laughs> I know Lonnie's got a lot of good Tattoos, but yes, he has many. Yeah. <laughs> All signatures. Or do you have any non-signature ones? Or I don't. I don't have any non-kiss tattoos. They're oh, all okay. kiss tattoos. Oh. But that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So who are we at now? Is it Daniel? Or... Yeah, I think I, I can start the final round. Um, um, and I've been talking about. Um, Becoming a Kiss fan, uh, getting the non-makeup albums, you know, Asylum, Animalize, and so on. Uh, and then I got 
rock and roll over for my cousin. So now I, I had heard both uh, makeup kiss and non makeup kiss. And then back in the day in Sweden, you 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 had, you know, I read a lot of comics, and at the back of the comics, you had ads for albums. Mm-hmm. And then I saw a picture of Kiss in makeup that blew my mind. I said, I have to have that record. I guess <laughs> I was 12, 13, maybe. Uh, so I ordered that one, or I guess my mom helped me order mm-hmm. it. And to this day, it's probably one of my favorite albums. And I still have it here, the one I ordered by myself. Uh, so it's kind of special. And I was, I remember getting it and really loving it from 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 the get go, and uh, it's it, it's a, a copy of Creatures of the Night. Ah. So I think all of us almost have 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 um, mentioned this album. This is a real mm-hmm. special album, I think. I think this is an album that people that aren't into Kiss can appreciate, and because you know it's a solid album, uh, the sound is great. Um, and of course, uh, the latest remaster, and I really like that long version of War Machine that they released. Yeah. Uh, I think it's kind of yeah. cool. Uh, but you know, being 12 years old and, and seeing this, I mean, you gotta have it. <laughs> and um, I think I think uh, this works well. The the reissue from '85 didn't stand up. You know, yeah. it didn't look that good, but but uh, I I understand why they did it. They they wanted to give more attention to this great album that they did. And when I speak to friends nowadays uh, that aren't into Kiss, if I want them to mention a Kiss album that they like, they always say Creatures of the Night. Hmm. Plenty of friends. So so uh, I guess it's uh, an album that can uh, you know uh, people like even though they aren't fans and that's because it's just a great album uh, and unfortunately it didn't work out the way they wanted to but it was the start of i think uh, the albums that got me into kiss you had question one. yeah i have a question for you yeah. so you ordered this from that magazine is this a swedish pressing or is this another country pressing I think most of the albums, we can have a look. I think most of the albums that we got in Sweden was pressed in either West Germany, it doesn't really mm. exist anymore, or Holland. Let's see. Should say uh, that. Netherlands. Yeah. There you Netherlands, go. Yeah. So it's in Netherlands. Nice. Made in Holland and the Netherlands. Because there are Sweden pressed albums. There's, I have a Sweden pressing of Dynasty, so I was wondering if that was a Sweden yeah. pressing of. No, so most of the time it was West Germany or in the Netherlands. So this is just a great kick-ass album to this day. <laughs> and all you guys out there that have heard the the Creatures box set, you know, this is one of their best mm. albums. Uh, yeah, I, I love it. Everything from, from the cover to the sound to the attitude to the songs. I mean, what a masterpiece. Yeah. Yep. One of Gene's best best bass guitar sounds on record for sure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. True. All right. Good one. Lonnie. What's your last one? All right. My last one. Ken showed a live two earlier. So I don't know how we can have a vinyl episode without talking about a live. Yay. Um Is Bob on that? 
No, I no. It's signed by, <laughs> it's signed by Ace Frehley, so that might be a little. Well, Bob Kulik didn't sign it. Oh, oh. Okay, all right. <laughs> I, 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 no, I didn't. Signed by, <laughs> signed by Jaden Ace. Um, but but the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because I mentioned going to that record store when I was when I was a kid and finding all this Kiss vinyl for the first time after I had everything on CD. You know, and my copy of Alive at the time was that big fat um two disc alive original cd oh yeah yeah and that big fat thing and but i go and i pick up this copy of alive and i'm looking at it and i'm like well there's all kinds of pictures in here and this booklet that aren't on my my cd because mm-hmm. that that are that now the 97 remaster you know, they, they did it right and they got the book booklet yeah. right. Yeah. But those original C D issues, they did not get it right. Nope. All the stuff was not in there. And like Ken showed the Alive Two earlier, you know, they they didn't have the evolution of KISS in that Alive that original C D yeah. issue Alive Two. It didn't have all this stuff. I don't I don't even think that that original C D had like the notes or anything like that in there. I don't believe so because mm-hmm. I remember going home and looking at this and like and like reading, I, I I really think I like read these for like the first time when I bought the vinyl of of mm-hmm. Kiss Alive. Hmm. Uh, and it, it was like rediscovering the album for the first time all over again, getting that that vinyl copy of it and 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 seeing these these bigger pictures and and seeing you know this is really what the band looked like in 1974 75. And, and just seeing them, like, the hungry kiss, mm. you know, from those first three albums. Yeah. And, and obviously the sound of Alive on vinyl, listening to it as yeah. a 17 kid, just, you know, just, just blows your mind. Yeah. So, <laughs> super cool. Um, just, just, just great album. Just, just that might remember. be a stupid question to ask, but that that's a U.S. one, right? Yes, Mark, it's a U.S. one. It's... But Lonnie, is, Lonnie, is, is it a Robert Ludwig? It's nothing really special. It's just U.S. Kiss Alive. And it's, I guess it's blue label, I'm assuming. But I'm, I can look at it here. Let's see if he has Master Disc in the Dead Wax. I don't think it says. It doesn't say Warner Brothers on it either, Mark. But it's a, in good shape. AZ or RL in there? RL in there? With a little, it'll say like there'll be like a stamp of it says master disc. You guys are way more into this than I am. Sorry <laughs> <laughs> to see. Yeah. I don't even know where to. Look. I don't know where to look on here. In the in the in the dead wax, that little black area before the label, like the, the little black and green around the roof the... area. Yeah. yeah. But Lonnie, it's hard to Lonnie, see it. when you heard when you heard Kiss Alive for the first time, I mean, all those songs sounded so much better than on the records that were released previously which ones did stand out to you i remember really liking firehouse the first time i heard Mm. kiss a lot i thought what the heck is this kind of and then i went back to the studio and think oh this is this the same song yeah Yeah. did you have uh, it she really stood out to me listening to it um and still stands out to me when i listen she on alive is fantastic Yeah. yeah 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 And and hearing hearing that hearing that Ace Frehley solo, looking at the pictures, laying in my childhood bedroom, um, just looking at 
you know, the back mm. with Kobo Hall and and hearing that, it just made you appreciate it on an even larger scale type level. Because, you know, because yeah. like, like I was saying, like the 97 remasters hadn't come out yet and it sounded fine on that old fat CD, but it didn't sound nearly as good as it did on the vinyl or what it did in those 97 remasters. Yeah. And, you know, it's and, interesting. And it, Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that when you asked that question, Daniel, about what stood out, the yeah. very first time I put on Alive, I, got, I had gotten a copy for Christmas for my sister. And I put it on, and when I got to side three, and we got to 100,000 years old, I'll never forget, I, I just heard that. Doo -doo -doo. Mm -hmm. like, okay, yeah. what the hell's going on here? Yeah. Doo -doo -doo. <laughs> and I kept, kept thinking to myself, well, that's a pretty lame bass solo. Like I was thinking, what, what the hell is that? And do, 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 do. But years later, I would get go to the Kiss conventions. I buy the Kobo Hall VHS tape, put it on, and realize that that do do is part of the blood spitting part. So then it all made sense to me why he kept it so simplistic. Because you know, when you're a kid and you just hear that and you don't know that he's doing that, you're like, well, that's nothing. Why is he? Why doesn't he just play some more yeah. notes? You know. But then you realize that he's doing this whole blood spitting thing, then it all makes sense. But I've always loved that. 100,000 years on that version of the album is just fantastic. That and Black Diamond are the standouts. Mm -hmm. what do I and do one more thing. One more, one more thing looking at here. Yeah. Is that it does say Kiss is Ace Frehley, Peter Chris, <laughs> Paul Stanley, and Gene Simmons. It doesn't yeah. say... It doesn't say the cat man, the space man. Exactly. It's a misprint. A misprint. It, it might really, be worth it really something. Wasn't important back in the 70s. It wasn't about the characters. It was about the members of the band. Yeah, Go ahead. That's true. What about you, Ken? Kiss Alive. Standouts. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you guys. You know, definitely Black Diamond for me was always you know a big deal. Um, but I agree. 100,000 years was, was cool. You know, Cold Gin. You know, the, the story before... You know, the rap before Cold Gin and Paul's talking yeah. about tequila. Some of you like yeah. orange juice, vodka orange vodka juice. And orange juice. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's just kind of a cool thing, fun. Makes you feel like you're you're part of the, you know, seeing the concert yourself. You kind of yeah. imagine it. It's like, wow, this is, you know, if I was there, that'd be so cool, you know. So, but yeah, it's, it's all it's all real good. That Obviously, that album was totally, everything was great about it. You know what's funny when they when they when they do that whole somebody out here has like tequila and he does that da -da 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 -da. yeah exactly. I thought to myself I go that's kind of wrong isn't it like that's not that's not Mexican, but you know I, then I thought to myself that he he's not going to be able to do like a mariachi band thing on stage right so obviously right. I have to do something right right. <laughs> All right. So who's next? Okay, we got Daniel. We had Lonnie. Is it me or it's either me or you? You remark. Uh, I'll go real quick. Land the mark. Um, all right. So this. All right. This is no particular reason, but just because it's <clears throat> kind of more on the. Oh, I got three of these here. Whatever. Um, so recently, we know the 45th anniversary of the albums certain albums and this one is the uh uh just to kill oh, very cool the covid i, I call it the covid just to kill album because they stopped the <laughs> pressings uh during it and there's supposedly only 300 of these uh that were pressed uh this is it here um it is a red vinyl i did yep yeah, i did open it 
it's kind of special because he's like, oh wow, I, I was lucky enough to get one of the the rare ones, and actually this one too is records are meant the great, to be open. A great translucent red is is really mm -hmm. it's really nice one. Um, nice. But uh, so that's that, and uh, you know, just to kill was kind of an album that I picked up later on. Well, not later on, but you know, it wasn't one of the first ones I. I bought, um, I, I know I had Rock and Roll Night on it and that sort of thing, but uh, some of the other ones I got when I was you know, collecting again is the one that has the, you know, a hype sticker on it, this one here. You has, sent me one of those. Did I send you? Yeah, I did. I probably did. Uh, yeah, I had a couple of these. Um, and this one has, you know, you know, it says contains the hit single Rock and Roll Night and Come On and Love Me. And then ladies in the waiting so it's just kind of one of those things you don't find too many of those <clears throat> excuse me speaking of red vinyl this is the i collected all the red ones that they pie. did in the pie yeah the pie ones uh that they did in the was it late 70s or something like that mm -hmm. i remember the 80s um on pie records they they yeah. produced a bunch of red albums and all a number of the early albums and uh, I collected all those. I was able to I collect all those. I think it's up to Alive 2. I think you're right, yeah. And Alive 2. Actually, that's 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 where I got the, the import store. I talked about the import store. Um, I did get the Red Pie Alive there, which was it's like, I think I had the first album when they, when they were out in the store, believe it or not. It's just crazy. But I collected Ooh. all those and but the big, the big thing that I collected is, and there's not all here, but uh, I would get the promo. I get the promos of each of those albums. You know, I have a mm. promo of every album up to. Uh, oh really? Eh? Up to almost just before Revenge. I think Hot in the Shade. I don't know if there's a promo. Revenge, or if I have a promo. There might be a gold stamp, but I don't think there's like an actual like on the label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the. Uh, the, the one that's hardest to find, for me, hardest to find for a promo label was Hotter Than Hell. That was hard to find. Mm. That was a tough one. But uh, it got the, you know, the first, second, third, for, you know, definitely all the 70s and 80s stuff I have promo label. Except the Elder did not really have one. They had Cut Corner, which they think, eh, it might be a promo, whatever. But, uh, but that's about it. Everything else is kind of cool. That's kind of what I focused on. For, for getting uh, into my collection. But anyway. Nice. All right, so Mark, what is your last one? All right, so I, when I started getting back into collecting again, I discovered a record store that's about 20 minutes drive from my house. Um, and I went there like once a week to look for things. And I started going twice a week and I was like going like three times a week to the store wow. and I was finding all kinds of stuff and my collection ballooned from like having like 50 records to like 800 within a year's time. Wow. Like it went it, it like it, I had a problem at one point like I was having my mailman was coming like at least four times a week dropping off records. Yeah, yeah I was getting stuff. So my collection was a like large quickly. Okay. And I mean, let's put it this way. When I ran into a little bit, well, not a problem, but when we got, when I got hit with a huge property tax bill here, I literally had to sell some of my Kiss stuff to pay off this bill. 
I I must have got rid of about almost two thousand bucks worth of Kiss albums, but I still have over a hundred and sixty Kiss records still. Mm-hmm. So that's got to tell you, I had a hell of a lot of records in my collection to yeah. still have that many left. Now the last one I'm going to show is nothing really uber special in terms of what it is, but it's very special to me for one reason. This record, which is Dynasty, okay, mm-hmm. this is a U.S. first pressing of Kiss Dynasty. Now, we all know that the U.S. first pressings are usually the ones that people want to get. They because the, of the, the running theory that if you buy a band's album, if you buy it from the country of origin, what the band is from, those are usually the best sounding pressed albums that there are, right? So for the for Kiss, they're a U.S. band, so U.S. pressings should be the best sounding ones. Now, this album was given to me by the guy who runs that store. I came in one day. It was my birthday, June 9th. I walked in and Mark, he, and he, he called me up and goes, hey, Mark, and he, it was him and his wife run the store. They, they call me over to the cash desk and they go, Mark, happy birthday. Me and, uh, I forget her name, I think it was Cheryl, but we got you something for your birthday. And they handed me this Kiss album. And I go, oh, thanks, uh-huh. man. And I didn't realize at first what it was because, you know, I didn't want to go rummaging through it and look like some kind of unappreciated guy. I just said, thank you. I shook their hands and mm-hmm. looked and bought a couple of things and left. When I got home and opened it, I realized that they had given me quite the beautiful first pressing of this record. The record is in fantastic shape. It has the original poster in it too here, right? Right. You know, there's there's no pinholes, no nothing in it, you know. It's, yeah. And I, you know, you guys have seen it a hundred times. But the thing that I was surprised with was when I when I opened it, it also came with the original insert merch thing insert yeah. mm-hmm, nothing mm-hmm. written in it at all so he must have hunted down a copy like a beautiful unused copy of this you know it has the original inner sleeve yeah. too yeah. In, in in great shape too right it's not in crinkled nothing and the the record beautiful flat not a pop or a click on it so i've always kept this copy close to my heart because you know to have a guy who owns a record store remember remember your birthday number one (laughs) and then actually turn around and give you a record that's you know of of worth you know it is a sterling one i just looked at it here yeah it's a sterling cut one so it's a robert ludwig you know i i don't know too many stores I would do so. I'm really happy that I got this copy, and you know, it'll always be a special one for me. Mark, you got some so, of that Canadian internet going for you, but I think we got most of that. Mm. Yeah. Is it better now? That's a good pick. Yeah, it's you know, no, it's all good. It is yeah. for five we got we got it all though. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so yeah, that's a cool one. That's a good, uh, pretty cool that they gave you that on your birthday. I mean. That's awesome. They knew you're a yeah, big Kiss I mean, fan, obviously. So, yeah. Okay. They knew that, so obviously that that, that that's another thing. I mean, and I'll say it again: when you go to these big stores like you know these HMVs and stuff like that, I don't think many of those people in there really 
you know, keep in contact with their clientele as much as people who own like their own little stores like this. So I'd always say, yeah. yeah. So I, so I always say that that's probably a better reason to find one that you like like that and stick with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we have three minutes until we hit the two-hour mark. All right. Uh, so that's kind of cool. But uh, what I would like to see, I don't know if it's possible, I would like to see Ken go through some of his record collection, but that might be a bit too... Uh, maybe we just flick through some of your records. I mean, you have I... so many back there, I can see them, but I don't know if, 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 if it's possible. That was would be kind of cool. Uh, other than that, I'm looking forward to the uh, final uh, episode of the first round of the death matches. Mm. Hopefully we can do that pretty soon. That's the Carnival Souls. Carnival Souls versus Heart in the Shade. I guess three songs from Heart in the Shade will go through automatically, unfortunately. Yeah, that'll <laughs> but, uh, probably be coming up pretty soon. Hopefully, hopefully good. Probably the next couple episodes stuff. we'll have that one. Yeah, so. I guess. I guess. Yeah, I okay. so. yeah. All right. Well, yeah, before Julian kills us for running, uh, I show a, an hour and 51 <laughs> minutes or something. Anyway, uh, we'll have to, you know, he, he'll be okay with it. He's always all right. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. likes to keep it down to about an hour, but uh, we ran long. We showed a lot of stuff, and it was a good discussion, and I uh, saw a lot of had a lot of good stories from everybody and 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 cool vinyl and it can go on forever because we all have a ton of vinyl you know some of us more than others but can uh, can can it, it would take also. forever ten albums it would take forever yeah. to go that through it would be like a four hour episode. yeah it would have been crazy yeah yeah I was I wasn't thinking I thought okay you can go through this quick but no it takes a while to yeah. kind of yeah. explain things and and talk about you know your history yeah. with these yeah. Uh, by now so all right well i want to thank everyone for staying if you if you've stayed with us for this full you know almost couple hours and and listened uh or if you fell asleep you know thank you anyway for for making it through either part of it or all of it and uh and thank you for your continued uh listening and you can catch us again you know youtube spotify all the other outlets itunes and, and so on so Ending it from Mark, Lonnie, Daniel, and myself, Ken. We'll see you next time. Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.